Hello, my dear ones. I hope this finds you well or in the middle of detoxing your butt off. <laughs> Toxic world, holy moly. That was fun on Pat's class. Nice to talk to all of you guys. And I know there's a lot that we can't get to. I'm particularly was interested in the young lady who is bedridden a little bit, had extreme low blood pressure. You know, you get into some of these, and this is what's happening. And again, it, it's kind of like what's hiding with the vaccines and things. You don't, you don't know all the people that are getting hurt because they don't want you to know how many people are getting hurt. And so, things are hidden. So this individual, uh, I think, is representative of a lot of young people today. And I'm just my heart goes out so much because. When you see those kidneys, just looking at her, I think, oh, serious kidney and adrenals. And so, this is what you see. If the adrenals are getting down, there's so many neural toxins. And if you've ever been vaccinated, of course, you're, there are hardly any vaccines that don't have thimerosal in them, or some type of mercury derivative, or something that's a neurotoxin. So, all these suppressive agents of that, and then all these chemicals that suppress all gland function, and then, of course, when you have weak kidneys and adrenals and she had mentioned her eyes had nerve rings so I appreciate her knowledge of her health stuff so that that was made me happy that she was smart like that and learning that and learning about your eyes is so important that's why I say this iridology discourse series is so it's it's cheap and and you learn a lot and keep learning about the eye because once you learn about these are some of the things that you've got going on inside of your, your physical body, now you've got to work it out. And sometimes you're working from a position of very, very chronic weaknesses. Another word for chronic, hypo or underactive, very. So keep in mind cells are structure function, correct? So when a cell is hypoactive, in other words, it is not performing its duties like it should. Whatever job that cell is. I remember last night talking to Pat, you learned about a lot of different cells in the human body. But, and I've always said, some are pretty long. Uh, some was considered a foot long, but according to her, you've got cells much longer than that. You know, what they consider a one cell unit, even though it has several nuclei. Still, they considered a one-cell unit, I suppose. Pretty big, you know. So it's amazing the world of cells and the world of consciousness, and because each one is conscious. I mean, how you perform what you do requires an intelligence behind it. We can we can kind of lace some of it out in chemical reactions and actions, but there's a there's a limit to that where then you have to understand there is a divine presence that is guiding that. There's an intelligence behind the movement of energy. And just, just thought, I've talked about that before, just thought starts the movement of energy in creation. And it starts it in a dualistic manner. So we talked about the blood-brain barrier last night and how that's a little bit of an illusion. Medical, uh, I hope that those that are listening to Pat's class and taking Pat's class learn the difference between naturopathic points of view and allopathic points of view because they're a 180 degree difference. When you get down into A and P, some of that, okay, it's, it's standard stuff, 
but again, you when you move physiology, that's when you start getting into questions and theories and stuff like that. However, anatomy. You think we would have anatomy right down, right? Well, then how come we just found the lymphatic system in the brain about three years now ago? I mean, all the pro books say no, no lymph system in the brain. Now they found it. So even anatomy is not complete. So you just have to realize anatomy and obviously physiology has a lot of theories and stuff, but fun to look at and fun to, to see how cells uh, relate to each other, how they discharge their waste. And that's the important thing in looking at this. You have two factors going on in the body. You have the movement of energy uh, in all ways. You have it bringing forth to the cell as ATP, AMP, you know, all the, the uh, uh, monodies and triphosphates, right, the energy units. But in actuality, to be honest with you, Everything has a component of energy to it. Everything. It's just that we go into the carbon side of, of, of chemistry for more dynamic release of energy, perhaps. But just the very existence of the cell itself is energy. Just the magnetic. Remember when a sperm and an egg come together, there's nobody around. You know, there's a consciousness that drives everything, that, that sends everything, that makes everything do what it does. And you can see how these are states of consciousness. So certain levels seem to act the same. You know, of course, we get into psychology there and sociology and getting into how, you know, people respond, how it's learned behavior. But we're talking about the conditioning of the mind and emotions not the consciousness of the individual, and that's where man hasn't tore that apart. Um, naturopathic healers, yeah, brain and nerve. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's just a big difference, obviously, in allopathic thinking. It's not even a... It's disgusting sometimes, because there shouldn't be any differences in healers. That's why I love our school, because our school is... Everybody is on the same page. Right out here in school, you have so many different pages and so many different ideas and theories out there. In all the pathy, they try to standardize it to the point that if you don't go along with it, you're kicked out of the AMA or whatever, you know. I'd say half the docs in this town don't even belong to the AMA anymore. Nature paths really don't have any good associations, in my opinion. Not of any power, you know, true power. That's what we need. I mean, just you, you see this uh, yesterday or over the weekend, something. Uh, there was a Chicago judge took the parental rights away from a mother because the kids didn't have masks on. You see, that's not even human because enough's enough of that. Even the medical doctors in all these towns need to stand up to all these boards and tell the truth. If you're a medical doctor out there and you're scared of a virus and you don't know that masks can be toxic to the patient, you need to turn in your degree. So where's all the medical doctors in trying to help people? Because isn't the medical community claim they're Hippocrates in helping people? No. The nature pass. That's who help people. That's whose hearts are big. Those people in the natural health field, 
not in the chemical world of narcissism and chemistry that's so far out no one knows what it is. So here's a question. There's a question from Adam. And I'll just use the word Adam, right? Adam, after the detox, the herpes virus is neutralized but persists in your system or eradicated out of the system entirely. Essentially, after the detox, if I choose to drink heavily one night or eat an acidic meal, will the virus reappear? You'll find out. <laughs> I mean, that's how you can, that's one reason how you can tell is just really get yourself highly acidic and see if you have an outbreak. But do you really want to go that way? You know, the neutralizing viruses isn't really, I'm not sure I know that that's possible. Uh, the breaking down of these uh, principles and proteins uh, and eliminating the particles of these are the way the body works in terms of lymph nodes, macrophages, bacteriums, and stuff like this. You know, the breaking down and getting rid of. You know, one of the questions uh, last night was adipose tissue or fat tissue and the storage of toxins. Well, you have to realize that the body doesn't like to store toxins. It likes to get rid of toxins. So when you look at blood and you look at the storage of toxins out of blood, where's the main eliminative organ of the blood? Now there is no eliminative organs of the blood, right? Right. But if we claim that there was a maybe an eliminative or a cleaning organ of the blood, where would we go? We'd go right over to the spleen, wouldn't we? The spleen is how the blood cleans and refurbishes itself. It's also where platelets were originally thought to occur more in the spleen. Now they think the lungs produce more. White blood cells, so they always say when you have spleen problems, inflammation in the spleen, you have a hyperactive production of whites, so your white blood cells go up. But this is true when the body is highly acidic and you have tissue breaking down everywhere. Now when you run low white blood cells, that's the problem. Course, and that then you're moving into hypoactive. You have tissue breaking down that, that produces things. And there's only two sides of chemistry, and there's only two fluids, and you can get in that chasing that why back to what's causing all of this. We don't have to play the dum dum, the illusion called diseases. So you want to detox the herpes. These are proteins. You would just uh, detox them out of your body. Supplements like Corella are very alkaline but contain high amounts of arginine. I don't like Corella. I don't like any single-celled organism consuming as a, as a dietary supplement. Corella or um, uh, spirulina. I think spirulina is actually better. I mean, when I really looked at both of them, and I re did some research years ago on both of them, Jensen was a, he was a spirulina really, but he had a Japanese company that always sent him split-cell Corellas. And I still got an old bottle of that, that phew wee. But I never did uh, get into taking split cell organisms, uh, blue-green algaes. These are toxic. You know, some of these algaes are very toxic. And we have blue-green down here in Florida. So, you know, I've always said, you know, if you feel like you're not getting enough nutrition, just scrape the palm, palm scum off and start eating that. I mean, who eats palm scum? I mean, and that's what you're talking about. And this is the, one of the things that I was asked last night I thought was real important to talk to you about today, guys. And that was from one of the LDs, which is a local distributor. And he was saying that 
how he tries to keep his ethics and everything running along with what we're doing. And I, I really love that and appreciate that out of each and every one of you. And the reason is, is that I'm not just an old fuddy-duddy. I've had 50 years here of looking at what works and what doesn't work, and I have a why I don't use things. Because if something works, do you think why would not use it? You're crazy. If something works, and I know it works, and it doesn't have a side effect, I'm going to use it. But most treatment-based constituents, supplements, have side effects, whether you realize it or not. Now, let's just look at vitamins and minerals. Not so much the vitamins per se, but when you get into the minerals, you can unshake your body's minerals in the body. You can stone yourself up like a rock. You take calcium supplements and you have a low parathyroid gland and you do nothing to enhance that, and you're very acidic, the chances are you're going to end up with a lot of bone spurs. You're going to end up with a lot of calcifications in the body from that. I knew a nurse that stoned herself up like a rock taking calcium supplements. Can't do some of these things. You've got to understand everything and how it works, and that's what I've tried to do in these YouTube videos is lay all this out to why we can't. Because the treatment-based thinking is truly not naturopathy. Naturopathy, we only use treatment-based thinking when you've got internal bleeding. We're going to give you herbs that stop internal bleeding. You have a seizure. We're going to give you an antispasmodic. In that sort of way, we're not going to look at the world of deficiencies because that's stupid. You never want to think deficiencies. If you're going to work with the idea of deficiencies, then you've got to first do what? What do you first got to do if you're going to claim that your body is deficient and that all these symptoms are from mineral or vitamin deficiencies? Which is what all the, I jeered that years ago, and our uh, our side was touting that out. Now all the pastors saying deficiencies and this, and they don't even know what they're talking about. No, 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 no. So. What is your physical body overall as a rule? What do we call the human body? A food processor. It's a chemistry processor. It processes chemistry so we can get the energy out of it. But why do we need to go through chemistry to get energy? Because energy is direct. We were talking about that last night a little bit about you know detox and all this, but also about breatharianism and about the need for energy. You have to have ATP, do you? I mean, there are so many like uh, mm, uh. It's kind of like God's created the hide-and-go-seek of all times. Creation is the great game of hide-and-go-seek. Just when you thought you found, oh, no, this ain't it. we got to keep... Yeah. So dig into that human body of yours and get it detox when you're talking about viruses and things like this, you know. You want to make sure that you have elimination. And blood uses, as I said, the spleen to clean itself. But then the spleen is a lymphoid organ, look it up. And so a lymphoid organ means that the lymphatic system now has to deal with the toxins, correct? So then how does the body deal with toxins? That sends them back to the blood. That's what medical doctors think. Really? And massage therapists, you're following that? I wouldn't. 
because then you get into complications of giving lymph drainage to the uh, up into the heart area. Really? You want to massage your waist back to the heart area? I mean, all of this is kind of stupid, stupid, stupid. You got to think these things out. That's what I'm saying. You go to school, you read the books, you take the test, you pass the test, you go and get a job, or you go out and start your own business. You sometimes find life is very much different than what you were taught in school not from the International School of the Healing Arts and Sciences, you're going to know reality from day one. What is reality and health? Uh, so I'm not really in the Corella or, or, or any of that, to be honest with you, and I'm not looking for aminos. Not at all. To multiplication of herpes making symptoms worse. Well, yeah, because any protein is, going to, is acid forming. It is going to exacerbate uh, herpes. Any nitrogen site of chemistry, anything's acidic. You know, you can you can have herpes dormant for a lifetime, have sexual relations and everything else, and not transmit it. Get it up going again. But I'd get a full body detox and get that out. Get your kidneys uh, filtering and keep working it out of you. It's just too based on your knowledge. It is. Whenever you see anything that's rich in protein, well, single-celled organisms, even if it is palm scum stuff, I mean, you know, and that's not what we're after. You're after a complete electrical package. You're after the consciousness of that package. Why is that fruit there? What is it good for? What cells does that fruit help? Well, we've rebuilt a whole toe, right? We've rebuilt the nervous system, we've rebuilt heart tissue, we've built all the tissues that the all the past you can't rebuild. See, the problem is, is when you can't do something, then you can't make a statement that it can't be done, because that's narcissism. If I can't do something, that means you guys might, you know, you might be able to. So, uh, thanks, Adam. I have watched the video completely, and although Dr. Morris did talk about vaccines and mentioned about the shedding, I still didn't get what I was searching for. Here's the reason I am asking mostly. I used to go for a massage every week, but since the vaccines, I have stopped because my massage therapist is vaccinated. Okay. Plus, I also go on, I go to an acupuncturist, and she is not vaccinated, but most of her customers are vaccinated. So, her customers must have shedded on her. So, in both cases, I imagine that there will be shedding on me, right? You know, I don't... I just don't believe in the shedding. I mean, if you sweat real big, you might sweat some of the uh, graphene oxide out. But in terms of, of someone working on you and passing that through their hands and stuff, I just don't, I just, I just don't see that's even possible. Uh, elimination. Now, I guess you could argue if you had someone that was full of this uh, graphene oxide, the the viruses, you got to lose that. You can't care about viruses. So you've got to take this virus and throw it in the wastebasket because your body is forever producing viruses and forever going to detox with them. 
the virus isn't the problem. Uh-uh. It's the graphene so uh, oxides. I keep wanting to say sulfates, since there could be some sulfur in this too. Who knows? You know, the thimerosals and all these sort of things. So that's what I'm talking about, the toxicity. Why would you have anything in, in, a, in a vaccine other than what you're trying to become immune against? You shouldn't. So that, unless there's a stable medium. Well, that stable medium requires thimerosal, right? A mercury uh, preservative. But wait a minute, wait a minute. You can get it without it, right? The lies are so deep. I wouldn't, I, you know, I think this is too fear-based for me. I don't walk on this planet with fear. And I definitely don't fear viruses. Graphene oxides, maybe, from mad scientists, narcissistic creeps that think that everybody should be terminated but them. You know, the gates of the world, there's a lot of those guys. And some days, somebody's going to have to make examples of them, you know, because society will never learn unless you do that, you know. Something's abrupt is going to have to shake the consciousness. It's so embedded in illusion. I mean, if you don't, you know, God's going to go etch a sketch. Hmm. So I wouldn't be too concerned about shedding because you want to be healthy. And how's it going to get in you? You might claim you might absorb through your skin. But you would have to have a lot of that graphene. You'd have to get her sweat all over you, and then you'd have to, I, I don't know. That's a stretch. I'm just thinking that. You're worried too much. You need to get worried more about is your kidneys filtering, is your length moving? And although I greatly miss my messages, my massages and acupuncture, I will not go back if it means to jeopardize my health. So if I had Dr. Morse's view on that, I would be very appreciated, Sylvia. <clears throat> Sorry, Sylvia, but that's what I'm thinking. I'd never be fear-based with that. If someone's vaccinated, they're the ones that's going to be hurting, not you. Um, even in the contagion myth, if you read Dr. Cohen, I kind of go along with that. I mean, it's hard to pass a virus. I read the letter from a virologist. It's real hard to pass a, a virus. It really is. And these kids never pass them. I mean, this is all bullshit. It's all crazy, crazy crap. But, you know, you've got a lot of people willing to sell their soul. And it looks like the lady on YouTube sold her soul out. All these uh, union people sold their soul. But who are they selling it to? At age 31, there's another age 31, I had a stroke. Yeah, dang. While exercising at the gym. Now, wait a minute here. I thought exercise was good for you, and you should never have a stroke exercising. Yeah, and I hear some people die when they're uh, involved, uh, you know, doing the uh, thing. You know. <laughs> well, some do, you know. Some do. Some do. So exercise isn't always beneficial, right? Because you're creating acids when you're moving out. And as long as you can deal with acidosis, okay. But uh, this person obviously didn't. At the time, I was eating a terrible diet, burgers, ice cream, etc. Yeah. <laughs> was dehydrated, took pre-workout supplements to have the energy to want to go to the gym. You know, and this individual is anonymous, and I get it. 
you know, I felt sorry for them. But this is this is the life. And then at gym, they promote all this crap and stuff. And it's like, really? Uh, it's sad out there. And I think that that's why I try to get you guys to love yourselves. It doesn't matter. Don't let anybody tell you what to do or dictate how you want to look or how, you know, you want to feel good. Take care of your body. You're just using this body. Remember that. You want to make it feel good, clean it out, learn what we're teaching you. Especially if you get vacked or anything like that, save yourself because this is bad stuff. We're in times that I never thought you young people would see yet. But we're in them. And they're obviously taking full advantage of this. It's almost like it's driving them now. They're in feverish. That's why someone has to stop them soon. All right. 31 years old. Okay, so to have a stroke, you have to have occlusions or blockages, right? Now, these blockages can be one of three things. Calcifications, right? Now, how does you get hardening of, of arteries and veins and things like this? How do you get hardening of tissues or stenosis and things like this? And let's just use calcifications as an example. You can get hardening of tissues and cells the more acidic these tissues get. Right? That's cationic stuff. That's a glomulation. But you can get hardening uh, from the removal of calcium out of, and we talked about this uh, connective tissue last night, right? This is where you get the matrix. And a lot of these tissues, you have bone matrix, which is phosphorus and calcium, right? So, and the body's pulling this out of matrix. We've talked about this before. It's obvious why the body leaches calcium out of matrix. I mean, because acids mutate cells. So this is all in the protection of the body. This whole inflammatory response and using of calcium, cholesterol, and stuff like that. So you either have an occlusion of lipids, an occlusion of minerals, or you have a weakening or collapsing of the connective tissue. So now, when it's the vascular walls, you have a collapsing of the wall itself, and now you have an occluded artery. So all of this is part of, of, of the same matrix of acidosis, the same thing, because all these different aspects of what causes strokes, heart attacks, and etc. fall under the acid sky. None of these fall under the hydrated alkaline sky. So, you know, this is all about acidosis, and of course, this individual admits that their diet was pretty raunchy. But that's life out there now. You know, we, we I don't know, I, Jesus is right about this is definitely the marketplace. Sell your soul for a buck and your mother for two. <laughs> Almost four years later, I still have chronic fatigue, nervous system, uh, central nervous system dysfunction, high resting heart rate. Uh, fluttering blood pressure, fluctuating blood pressure, and a slight pain discomfort in my right kidney. New scope. New scope. Okay, so where's her problem? Is she feeling her problem? She's feeling her problem. It's in her kidneys. She's feeling it. It's right in her face, or his face. It's right there. It's in the kidney. Probably both of them. 
Now, why do I say that? She's, or he's feeling pain in that kidney. Why do I feel this is the female part? Uh, feeling a pain in that kidney. What's the role of the kidneys? They just pee water, right? No. That's how you get rid of your waste in your body and waste are acid. So, yeah, you're feeling your kidneys. All right. So let's take a look at this. She has no energy. Why not? Chronic fatigue or whatever they want to call it. Right. So why not? Where, where does uh, let's just talk. Let's call it for the sake of argument, neuroenergy. We won't call it ATP. Let's call it neuroenergy. How come she doesn't feel energy, real low energy? What sits on top of the kidneys? That's right. The adrenal glands, neurotransmitters. So does she have low blood pressure? Well, she has fluxing blood pressure. What does that tell you? It's not the, it's the adrenals are a victim of what? The thing they sit on, the organ they sit on. Remember, the adrenals are the gland, the endocrine gland that controls the organ that it sits on. Obvious. So we got some serious low adrenal functions here. We don't know whether there's nerve rings in the eye. We haven't seen a picture of the eye. We don't know. But symptoms tell us that they got kidney and adrenals down. This individual's filling the kidneys. Of course, they've had a stroke. Now, to have a stroke, what do you have to have down? Kidney and adrenals. I mean, it comes back to the same friggin' thing. You have to have the kidneys and adrenals down. Why? Because those are part of your elimination system of metabolic waste, which are acids that are roughly 3 pH. Thank God for bacteria. Thank God for lymph nodes. Or you'd be peeing on your knees and maybe a little tear running down the eye. But you're peeing six or better. Thank you, bacteria. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I also, wait for it, wait for it. I also have dark bags under my eyes. Pain in the kidneys, low energy, and bags under the eyes. Do we have any more three conclusive evidences that this lady's kidneys are in problems? Nope. And then we have the stroke. So to have strokes, you have to have occlusions, blockages, right? Or, 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 or a spasticity of the vascular wall, which would suggest the loss of calcium and creating spasticity, right? Which then would suggest the inability to remove acid waste out of the body. You're not going to have a spasticity just with a proteins passing through the blood now and then. Uh-uh. This is where the starvation, where your diet is predominantly high protein, a highly acidic diet. Your body's blood is constantly trying to save itself. This idea that bicarbonate is your your alkalizer of choice. Yeah, go back to school, medical doctors. When I pee, I have heavy foam in the toilet every time. Boy, you probably have so much fungus in you, it's not even funny. My guess is you're loaded with fungus, like pouring a beer in the toilet. <coughs> yep. Yeah, you're loaded. You're loaded with acids and fungus and everything else. But you've had the kidney and adrenal down. If you're 31, you were born this way. I tested my urine and it says high specific gravity, but no protein in urine. Good. 
when I drink a ton of water, the foam is not as bad. Is that uh, nephrotic syndrome? Well, I mean, you could call it that if you wanted to, but you've got inflammation interstitially. I mean, you've got a lack of moving lymph even in the kidneys, and that's suggestive of lymph nodes. And you know, when you get into bladder and kidney problems, remember they themselves have a lymph system within them. These are tissues, these are cells with blood and lymph supply to them as well. It's not just what they filter, it's also what they themselves have to keep their cells healthy. The bladder's made of cells, sphincters, all of these things. You have all these different types of tissues involved. And so, you know, and all require the same thing, all require simple energy, all require uh, blood and lymph flow, boys to and from. So it's a constant process, and we did talk about last night. And Pat did mention interstitial fluid. If I had to say one way or another, interstitial fluid is more lymph or blood, which one would I say? <laughs> right. Yeah, that is really the beginning of the lymph fluid. Your interstitial fluid. That's a main main part of your lymph fluid. And then moving down to the lymph vessels and then going to the lymph nodes and then going to the kidneys or the skin. Uh, so yeah, you can tell you've got serious kidney problems. Get a picture of your eyes and look at them. See what your kidneys look like. See what your adrenals look like. See if you have nerve rings. Also clean up the gut. Remember that. I mean, if you got that, you know the gut's not in good shape. Call all the damage done to my body be reversed? Absolutely. Absolutely. Look at the toe. Look at the toe. I put you up there. Look at the uh, the ALS with the, I think she had seven or nine brain lesions. Did we clean them up? I don't think I've ever had a case where we had brain lesions. I couldn't get rid of the brain lesions. I had one MS case that uh, is a chiropractor's wife, and boy, she was walking and doing good. She's up up on one of the videos, I think, years ago. But then she went overseas. She's from Czechoslovakia, I think. She visited her father, and uh, they never got along. They never got along. And uh, when she came back, she couldn't walk anymore. Talk about an emotional component to something. I've had a lot of those cases where you can identify the emotional component to the adrenals and the shutdown of that, shutting down. And so let your let your warrior come out. Let yourself come out. If there's ever a time you want to let yourself come out. If you're shy, work on your adrenal glands, you know. And keep yourself humble though. You know, don't get out too much. Uh, I've had two uh, CAT scans during the four to five times I went to the ER during the past four years. I think they also added my health, to my health problem. You, well, you got about 265 rads per scan if they weren't digital, so yeah, you probably burned your kidneys even more. But why go that? Look at your, get, get a picture of your eyes. You see everything with your eyes. The damage, absolutely. So, was this stroke brain? Is this a central nervous system stroke? Because you're going to go upper circuit, you're going to go circulation, brain and nerve, that's for sure. Because you want to start moving blood aggressively. You want to dilate and move blood, right? Because we need to bring goodies into these tissues, into these tissues that have been uh, broken down from, uh, not, from having ischemic changes or not having any blood flow at all where you're, you know, those cells are pretty much gone. Well, you've got a rebuilding that has to take place in these areas, right? So don't you have to remove what caused it first? 
Yeah, I mean, we don't think about things like that, but don't you have to remove the cause of a stroke or the cause of this or cause of a tumor or cause of all this first before you get rid of? Yeah, you got to repair, but you got to you got to remove before you repair. Sometimes when you got a car all you know had an accident, you got to remove the, the the pieces, the fenders, and everything on it before you can put the new ones on. Some of them can be repaired without removing. Same thing in your body. Cells can repair themselves. We talked about it last night. But some cells have to be removed. Who does that? Well, the macrophage job is to terminate that, but generally you don't want macrophage. I know we were talking about it. Pat was talking about it. But you really don't want to have a lot of macrophage activity in tissues. Now, you can take a monocyte that can become a macrophage, but yeah, she was saying a neutrophil can. In a way, yeah. But do you want them? Because that's the whole point. That suggests lymphatic stagnation to me when you're forcing a monocyte or whatever. Uh, when you have too much tissue damage, and the best thing I could tell is look at that toe before we started on it. When they removed the callus, nothing was under there. The callus was the cells. So there was nothing necrotic pieces of bone and stuff like that still hanging on the bone there. You saw that come off of there. Uh, intermittent fast every day. Wow. Eat mostly fruit and take your herbs. It's helped a lot and I feel better, but not 100%. I want my life back, Dr. Morris. My family loves you. I love you too. You just keep use the brain and nerve formula to enhance those neurons. We talked about neurons last night too. Enhance those neurons. Herbs are sweet. Herbs love cells. Herbs love to take cells and come on, let's get our health back. Come on, come on, come on. We don't even know. Specialized chemistry. We keep, you know, we, we do have a lot of the, the herbal, um, uh, the whole thing with American Botanical Company and the whole repertoire of herbs and things. My God. There's a lot going on, but there's also a lot of constipation in neurology, a lot of fear in neurology, even in some of these, uh, what do they call them? Uh, oh, come to me, I've been so busy last night. I think I went to bed about 5 o'clock and then back up at 7 or 8. <laughs> but we've, we're, we're rocking. We, oh, I had a big meeting this morning. We, we check out what's coming. You guys are going to be happy. All right, so kick it up. Kick it up, honey, or whoever, this guy or gal. Dig it in. You know, get your kidneys filtering. Get yourself on fruits, berries, and melons. Don't Remember, you can use, like, um, remember the pulses? I was telling this lady, these three pulses over the pulse line here. Very important. If you feel like you can't, you can't breathe and you're struggling to take that breath, you're struggling to take that breath fingers on the pulse line. That turns up the adrenals. Then you start feeling your pulse going up, more neurotransmitter production. You know that that's what you've got to get the adrenals to do. How do you get cells to perform when the cells sit there going, you know what? I don't even remember that I'm supposed to do that. Genetics. How do I, I don't, do I, is that my job? Well, I don't know. That's where maybe glandulars can come in and wake up the, wake up the day. But there is those DNA memories. And when you introduce botanicals to this subject matter and you get up into the high fruit, which is the food for Homo sapiens, all of that is geared in its consciousness to wake up these cells because we've shown you that. We've shown you regeneration. 
I've shown you that for 30, 40 years now. So, yeah, yep, 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 yep. I don't like strokes or heart attacks or any of those things, guys. You know that. So one of the big no-nos during any of these things are proteins. No, 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 no. Pat was talking about that case in the, um, in the hospital that I had that I used my thumb. All I did was use my thumb and his left foot in a, in a uh, flat line. He was flat lined and I got him up. I got his heart rate up to 70 with my finger and his thing. I've done that on three cases. But it, he was eating a barbecued beef sandwich in ICU, that's intensive care unit. He was eating a barbecued beef uh, sandwich with french fries, I would say two and a half hours later, maybe three. Of course, he died that afternoon. Of course, they didn't know how to save him. 43 years young. Probably had a family and kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Time we get over that crap, isn't it? time we learn we all learn how to help people and save these poor people and help them if we're overpopulated we'll deal with it we won't uh, kill a bunch just to balance it out hello dr morris i'm felicia from canada canada you're amazing and i am so glad you are here oh thanks honey Uh, you're amazing too you know remember all of you guys are amazing I love each and every one of you and love talking to each and every one of you. And we will all get our health back. We will follow true science and we will show this planet what true science is, is not what mad narcissism is. Oh, I have a 15 month old baby named Liam. L-I-A-M. Are you Amish? No who is very developmentally delayed with all his gross and motor skills, crawling, walking, sitting, standing, eating, all of it. He doesn't do any of these things at 15 months old. Oh, honey. All right. All right, so here. You saw, did you see that one where, where is it? Remember this picture I showed you? That's a picture of a floss, uh, uh, a flask of urine with black. I'm going to call it mercury because it looks like mercury, but it's obviously metals. All right, so this one, this little, this young one, um, she'd had autism uh, from vaccines and all that. She had not recognized her mother until three years old. Three years old. So. All I can say, Felicia, is get your baby 15 months on a fruit, berry, and melon diet. Now, that's going to detoxify the little baby. Going to give him some fevers, maybe. And this is another problem. You have a narcissistic controlling party that doesn't know a thing about fevers or how you hydrate properly or the value of fevers, and everybody moves through them because they're essential to the dilation and movement of lymph out the skin. So it is vital, it is vital to have a good thyroid. Fevers are essential to life, and any physician that would stop a fever needs to go dig ditches for a living and start sweating. Maybe they'll be healthier and can think better. I don't know. But it's that sort of thing is that you sweat. And it's important that you sweat. And if you can't sweat, 
in the morning, stick a thermometer under your armpit and check your armpit. Matter of fact, you got two thyroids, you might want to check both of them. What's your basal temperature? 98 or close would be good. You're closer to 97. Uh uh. You're going to be cold. You're not going to sweat good. And as you start to move down toward the upper 96s, your parathyroid is going to be involved. And you're talking about a whole nother, you know, whole bunch of problems. So, you know, I'm going to say circulation. I'm going to say brain and nerve. You know, I'm going to say kidneys. You know, I'm going to say endocrine glands. Um, now we we have a new endo coming, but I'm going to say use the gland tonic on this baby. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, vital. Though that little package is important. Um, gosh, be interesting if you can get a cell phone up, up up real close to the eye. When I'm trying to get a picture of your eye, you need your cell phone right there and a light source to the side here. You need that cell phone. I need that. I need that eye right there. I can't have a picture of your face. I need a picture of your iris. He will eat a few spoonfuls of fully pureed fruit, but no whole pieces of fruit because he doesn't have the uh, hand strength and coordination to pick it up and eat it. Holy crap, a doodle. Yeah, you're going to have to put the adrenal formula in there and get more neurotransmitters. The brain and nerve, that's going to help give them nerve power to the muscles and stuff like this. Make sure that the kidneys, you got them on a kidney formula because you're going to have to go after your young child here. Um, I would probably use the fruit right now as a lymphatic formula. Just get him on at least one or two kidney formulas. Um, definitely want him on the endocrine gland formula, the brain and nerve formula, the circulation formula. Um, can get him to do any applesauce, even if he eats with his hands. Puree it, eat with his hands. Who cares? God, he is still 95% breastfed. Yes, I have tested my milk. It came back alkaline. Thank you, God. But it's time, honey. Don't get mad at me, but it's time you break off of the breast milk. It's it's not doing them any good. Matter of fact, you're probably contributing to. So get him off the breast milk. You gotta wean him. You gotta wean him and get him on fruit. However they eat him, get him on fruit because that's energy. That's power. That 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 power of the fruit has more energy in your breast milk. This there's a certain time where mothers kick their babies off. Being in farming, you see a horse kick their their baby off all the time. See a bear kicker go uh, all, all the time, and, and even cows and all that. They get off. I'm done. You're done. Get out of here. And same thing with children. Unless you're Adam Chandler. <laughs> anyway, I took him to a pediatric uh, psychotherapist who referred him to the pediatrician due to all of his delays, and I am so afraid of what the medical community will try to do to my son. I would be totally afraid, and I wouldn't let him do it. You know, people can only do what you let them to. Now, 
Yeah, we've got some power hog judges that think they're better than anybody else and they can take children away from the parents because they didn't get them vaccinated. That judge needs to go to jail like right now. He needs to be disbarred. Get rid of that judge. You know, I, I don't do well with humans that are worthless like that. You know, I'm sorry. We got we got spiritual beings all over the place here. We've got we got things going on. You got worthless. Sorry. You got people like that playing the games like this. Ugh. Forgive me. I, you know, when you start hurting hurting people, you know, we're, we're, some of us are here to kind of correct some things. And it's like, well, you know, sometimes it get, does get me going a little bit. So, yeah, I'd be I'd be real careful. You can bring your young one back and you give them something for the adrenals. You know, I you have a latest blood work. You know, that's what you need to look at, too, is the latest blood work. I'd like to see something uh, new on this child. But I see neurological big time. Obviously, you're going to the adrenal glands. You can go to the myelin sheath, the autonomic. But you really want to give them something to start enhancing this. Breast milk is not, you really, you, you know, you only have, in my opinion, you got a year on breast milk is more than you need. In today's world particularly, uh-uh. No, 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 no. People are just not healthy enough to serve the type of milk needed. Uh, it's not just about alcohol in breast milk. It's also about goodies in breast milk. Anyway, I, I would, at 15 months, uh, uh, I think you're going to see a huge difference when you get them off the milk. You start getting them the fruits and the berries and the melons and however you get that turned on there. And he is also has a lazy eye, not vaccinated, but still neurological. And I... Uh, Genetics are coming from you, honey. So and and the biological father. So I would be thinking about myself as well. If you have your own eye picks, you see what's going on with you. Just know. Now, I'm always thinking endocrine gland. So make sure you get them on the gland tonic. That's the strongest we have. Uh, and I'm thinking, you know, parathyroids and all this kind of stuff like that, because we're talking about nerve. Calcium plays a major role in nerve strength, muscle strength, bone strength. You can go on down the line with this. And if we have a pituitary or a pituitary and parathyroid, we might have a little problems there. So whatever you can do to get us a picture, because I'm sure all of us now are wanting to know. So get me a picture, get me blood work, and I'll bring everybody back to this of your, of your baby here. And let's see what we find. We've taken so many babies like this and brought them back to a state of health, walking, you know, getting them back. So I feel like it's neurological. Oh, yeah, it's neurological. But then go back, go further into endocrine glands and then go further into kidneys, adrenals, lymphatics. And that's what we're looking at. When you're talking about in today's world, our babies, we're in so much trouble. These babies are in so much trouble. And now look at the vaccines they're giving now. And God, I can't imagine the new ones. Okay. So I feel like it's neurological, maybe some kind of muscle weakness or something. Nah, I think you're right on with the neurological. Could be central, definitely autonomic, because there's no child born without kidney and adrenals. I don't care what. Uh, unless you're born from a fruitarian that was born from a fruitarian that maybe was born from a fruitarian. Now you might not find any tissue weaknesses there. Uh, maybe some spinal weaknesses. You could take them to a chiropractor, but... In his de his state, I if you ask me 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 I'm going on live food. Forget the breast milk. I'm going on fruits, grapes, whatever that baby can get. I'm going to ground uh, uh, red delicious applesauce. I'm going to play with that. 
I'm gonna see how he, if he's digesting. I'm gonna give a little so if he digests. How is he digesting? Do, am I getting uh, gas? Things like this. Am I gonna add a little pancreatic uh, a formula, or am I, am I gonna add a little liver gallbladder formula to that to see if I can increase digestion a little bit? Not digestive enzymes. Oh, I know what I was gonna talk to you with. Those of you that are adding too many supplements that don't go anywhere. He could have a, he, she, she said, a small brain injury from his uh, heart rate dropping during his birth, emergency C-section, but I was not put under. Holy crap! Just put on a lot of pain meds and antibiotics. Holy crap! You had a C-section without, wow. After which obviously got him through breastfeeding. Hmm. So, she, the baby's heart drop rate went real low during a C-section. I would love to fix his neurological uh, system brain if that's what the problem is. Well, you, you gotta, you can't, you gotta go directly with that. You can't assume anything other than that because it is neurological. Now, is it endocrine gland linked as well? Probably. I can tell you that for sure. Uh, you, you've got. A 15-month-old in today's world, you got kidney and adrenals, adrenals, you got autonomic nerve weakness everywhere in this world, it seems like, asthma's everywhere, uh, all these uh, neurologicals, and of course all these, of course you're saying unvaccinated, thank you, but still, without that, imagine vaccinating your baby. These are the babies that die on them. These are the babies that die on them when they vaccinate them, and especially with the MMR, these are the ones that they terminate. You would never want to back this poor baby, you know. You want to energize, turn on, hydrate, electrify, right? You want to get those nerve impulses moving, right? So you need adrenals functioning. You don't know about pituitary parathyroid yet, but can't take it. The whole gland tonics for all of them. Turning on the baby's endocrine gland system. Getting energy to cells is getting energy to muscles and nerves and things like that. So. You know, you're looking at the same thing. We are food processors. We digest, we absorb, we utilize, and we eliminate. So looking at how you get healthy, you have to consider, am I digesting my foods? Well, so many people have pancreatic problems, the mouth, start digesting in your mouth more. Chew, chew, chew in that mouth of yours. Then swallow slowly. Some of you are in such bad shape we have to go real slow back out of your hellville. Just saddens my heart. So all I can say is you want to electrify your son, you want to turn this young man on, you want to get that nervous system going. So Again, my recommendations are get him off of breastfeeding, get him on fruit. Now he's gonna he's gonna detoxify a little, so expect a cold and flu-like symptom with a little fever. Expect it. If he doesn't, great. But he's gonna be throwing out mucus. You've been breastfeeding him, so he's gonna spit out some mucus. And okay, just make sure that he's you know breathing. Everything's good. Give him the herbs. You know. Remember, adrenals enhance the nervous system, so always something for the adrenals. If you had to just give me a little uh, 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 
not licorice, but uh, yeah, a little licorice root if you had to, if you had breathing or something, or a real short, just to pick up that neurotransmitter thing. You could do just a little drop, even one drop or two drops of licorice root. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. Hello, Dr. Morris. Thank you for your wonderful research and co commitment to providing quality herbs. I hope so. That's I'm telling you, that's my baby. And uh, I've been sitting and uh, let's just say I've been uh, deeply embedded into uh, the plant kingdom the last few weeks. I've had to, to take some uh, visits into the kingdom there. Uh, because I'm putting together some formulas you guys are really going to like. So uh, I had to make sure that we had some uh, friends on board. So we got some good friends coming to you guys. Uh, and I love good herbs because what they can do to cells, what they can do to your body, and how they can make your body feel so good and in turn make you feel good. But I want you to remember is you always have to detach yourself from your bodies. These are bodies that you woke up and in an unconscious world. You know, creation is predominantly unconscious. And it's essential that it is because it is the days of our lives. You know, you get the most karma and you get the most actions when you're the most unconscious. <laughs> because the more you become conscious, the less you kind of want to do some of the things you're doing because they have strings attached to them, cause and effect. You know, for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. Karma. So some of these people lack religious and spiritual uh, fortitude. I see all these people going to church, but they lack the, the spirituality that the church isn't giving them. If I'm a preacher or I'm a minister right now, I'm going to be teaching karma. Look what you guys are creating here. But when you get up into some of these levels, your narcissist overruns anything. It doesn't matter. You are the savior yourself. And we have a world of useless eaters, according to this one doctor. Interesting. Oh, wow. I am a 29. All oh, you young, beautiful people having all these problems. I am a 29 year old woman having undergone a detox from mold beginning May of 2020 since exposure in summer fall of 2019. In 2019, I also breathed in a large amount of dust from the outdoors when using a window box fan while resting. Uh, the exposure led to a revved up thyroid <laughs> incidences of a hyperthyroid and higher calcium levels. Ha! <laughs> Probably turned on the parathyroids with it. That's interesting. Well, as long as you don't get uh, calcium calcifications from it, you'll never break a bone. Some of these. Uh, I hate to say it, but some of these hyperparathyroid cases, you couldn't break their bones if you tried. I mean, they're like rocks. Funny how that is, though. Okay, so anything hyper is detox. 
take. There's not anything you want to take like an herb or anything for hyper. For an example, if you're a hyperthyroidism, your thyroid's kicking on, right? Your heart rate's kicking up there. You don't want to give the thyroid anything else. You don't want to give it even uh, uh, anything, even saw palmetto I probably wouldn't give them. I, I just leave the thyroid alone and where am I going to go? I'm going to go to the kidneys and adrenals because whatever I consumed and breathed in that is stimulating the activity of the thyroid, let's assume that that's accurate what you said, and maybe it was high iodine in the air, who knows? Maybe someone went with some iodine for you, but tripped you into some hyperthyroidism. Hyperthyroidism can be tripped just by acidosis. But acidosis doesn't always make for hypo. That's the end product of, of acidosis is hypo. Your beginning can be hypo or hyper. So you're always going to correct hyperactivity by detoxification. That's it. That's all you need to do. You know, is get that lymph moving, get the kidneys filtering. Uh, oh, okay. So hyperthyroid and higher calcium levels in conjunction to severe sinus issues. Well, whatever you were breathing in was irritating to the sinus, to the mucosa, right? And so you produce mucus. So when you eat milk, dairy products, cheeses, certain uh, stimulants of uh, certain types, dairy uh, uh, grains, uh, a lot of these things are mucus forming. We talked about that earlier. Mucus forming. Well, you got now mucus in you. You got it in the sinus cavities. You can hear it in my throat. You know, we had Indian food over the weekend, my son's birthday. And so we went Indian, and of course they use yogurt. And oh yeah, here I go. So, but that has to come out. Well, if you put if you put in mucus-forming foods that causes mucus, then how do you get them out? Remember, I told you that one time I went to the mall, and I was we were talking about laughing about it yesterday because everybody was having a party. They were craving some ice cream, and I was remembering the day I had a hot fudge malt, little bitty thing, in the mall down here, and it was. I just went into an ice cream place, and I said, "Do you make baby malts?" And they said, "Yeah." But you're not a baby, I said. But I only want a little bit because they aren't good for you. So by the time I walked out of the mall, I only had about three or four sips. I had a sore throat. I knew I gave it mucus. That's what a sore throat is—is is mucus. So I went home, cut up an apple, ate an apple, threw out the mucus. Sore throat was gone. But that—we get full of mucus. Now, how do you get it out? You have to alkalize yourself. You have to hydrate yourself because mucus in in an acidic medium starts to dry up and lock in, and now you have plugs all over the place, and now they're cutting them out, or you're not breathing well, things like that, of course. So to loosen up this, you have to just alkalize yourself. It's a simple process, obviously. This will be my last one, then we'll go because it's getting late. Um, so, you're, 
my guess is you already had a lot of this in there and you just have to detoxify yourself. Uh, sinus pressure and all that. That does suggest you have a lot in there. I also suggest that you might have some transverse colon problems here as well. So you want to just clean up the GI tract, get on those kind of bowel cleansers and GI brooms, get your, your kidneys filtering. That's key to getting the sinuses. But a lot of times the head doesn't want to break loose until your bowels break loose. Not just kidneys, it's also the GI tract. You know, all this is kind of like a big tree here. So I would be working on that. And, um, along with hypersensitivity of allergens, mold dust. Yeah, I mean, you just got to, And I'd probably live on Parasite M for a while. You know, take two dropper fulls, uh, say four times a day, and do that for probably a couple months. If you got moles growing on your body, take it until they fall off. You know, I mean, if you got moles on your body, you might want to look at your adrenal glands because that's where you get them. You, you don't metabolize sugars properly, you're going to grow moles on you. Especially if you're a starch eater. You're having all this uh, uh, goodies that you want ATP from, but you got way too much. And then you just p- p- you know create fermentation and then glycogen storage and all this kind of stuff. Fat and you know that. Uh, my eyes have been bulging and the bulging hasn't resolved yet even with thyroid testing showing as normal. The bulging began one at first exposure but then resolved. It happened again when I did sinus rinse to reach the far back of my sinuses. The uh, saline of the rinse was poor and shortly after I had inflammation in sinuses and bulging of the eyes. Well. You're just trying to treat this problem, and you got to detox this problem. So you got to sit and put yourself through a detoxification program. Try our ultimate kits. I mean, that's a ride and a half. If you can't, we got a little a budget one that you can go on. But you got to get on a great diet and start opening up all your doorways. You're trying to treat this, you know, neti pot and all that. It's like you know, I get it, but you've got pathways of movement that needs to occur. I submit to you, you're already backed up. This was just an exacerbator of your problems. Mm-hmm. Take a picture of your eyes. Take a look at your lymph system. See what you look like. You guys know now, if you've been on our course, how to identify the lymph system in the iris. Jensen doesn't tell you that. It's not in any of the books. Okay, yeah. Later, upon testing sinus culture, it came back describing mucococcus. Uh, yeah, yeah, mucococcus, pneumococcus, we got a lot of caucus going. But you got a lot of caucus, it's like mucus. So, mucus caucus is, is, is a mucus eater. So, you got, uh, you know what I'm saying? Get rid of the mucus, and the caucus will go out with the mucus caucus. Yeah. Oh my God. You're. You're going to the medical community too much, getting tested for nothing. All you got to do is detox this out. Your hyperthyroid will go down. Your bulgy eyes will go back, and you'll save yourself from MACD, uh, uh, cataracts, and all that stuff, and and possible uh, like this poor lady strokes and stuff. And you're only 29, you know, so you're backed up lymphatically. But at 29, remember I keep telling you guys, at 29, kidneys and adrenals and lymphatics. 
I mean, it's all in our faces here. Later upon testing uh, sinus uh, uh, bacteria that ain't normally found in the sinus tract. <laughs> Uh, I took thyroid herbs once, which brought my eyes back to their original proper place, but upon stopping the herbs, they bulged out again. The naturopath I saw was hesitant about using the herbs, so I stopped. Well, I don't blame them, because in a hyperthyroid uh, case, I don't think I would use herbs for the thyroid. That's a simple detox, and it's hyperthyroid, hyperpituitarism, hyperadrenals, hyperwhatever. When you're hyper, you just need to throw yourself in a detox mode. That's all it is. If you're hypo now, we're talking about a beast of a whole nother color. I have since uh, moved from my original state to live with my family while the hypersensitivity resolves and my health is restored and rejuvenated. Yes! The naturopath was my first round of detoxing who assisted in bringing strength back to my body. However, the sensitivity was still strong and I experienced heavy detox reactions. Yeah, I'm guessing. Well, you got to go on our detox programs as I put it out there or I can't tell you. I'm, I'm trying to make it as easy and as gentle as possible. And if mine, if you're going to have a hard time doing mine, then you're going to have a hard time using anybody's. And I expect a hard time. Listen, detox isn't, oh, now everything's good. Now open the windows and I'm good. Now I'm cruising. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. This is where the ripping comes. Now, now first you learned. First you learned that, oh, I'm the one outside of what I was given genetically and lymphatically from my parents. I'm the one. Of course, I didn't know any better, but I'm the one that been eating all this stuff that my mama cooked and everybody else said is good. I got all these restaurants out here. I got all these fast food joints. I got all this. I'm eating everything everybody else is. I guess I'm getting diseases that every... Huh. And look over there. Those people that quit eating that, well, they're getting better. Hmm. So you really got to realize that we're, we're creating all of this. The medical doctors want you to think that it, that somehow that nature's doing it to you, and that you were bad, and somehow you 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 deserved this or whatever. But we can give you some chemicals for it. Hmm. Got to break that. No question about that. All right. So detox, you're going to have reactions in detox. You're going to have cold and flu-like symptoms. That's why the world locked itself away over cold and flu-like symptoms. Yeah, people die from cold and flu-like symptoms. Absolutely do. But only if allopathic gets a hold of them or they're in a nursing home and they don't know the first thing about health or how you deal with these poor older souls that are so agglomulated and so acidic, of course they're going to die with the flu. They do that all year long. You just don't realize it. But... They don't have to. I pull people out of nursing homes all my life. Of course, the kids got to want them out. There's a stories of stories about that even. All right. So I then went to a detox facility who gave me a colio, colio, whatever it is, to bind the toxins along with uh, vitamins and antioxidants. Wrong detoxification clinic. That wasn't a true detoxification clinic. You know, and this is part of the problems. You know, you're trying to do your uh, chelation therapy. Chelation therapy is 
that helpful at best, and then you have run the risk of, of, of throwing your minerals out of balance. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh, I don't I don't get into that no and then you've got heavy lymph stagnation that doesn't pull all of that out you're talking about blood only no way detoxification is the only way that you're going to find a true and complete and lasting remedy and this is typical nature path treatment crap the binder helped significantly, but my blood pressure dropped. My weight dro- uh, dropped. Uh, I had also did colonics. I was weaker. I moved states, began taking licorice root for adrenals, and my blood pressure was stabilized. Good. I still have times I can feel my body detoxing the toxins. However, the sensitivity is improving because you're detoxifying the toxins out of your body finally. You don't want to bind them. You want to detox them out. Binding does nothing. Remember, people are agglomulated. That's why you see the symptoms. You know, you can clean the blood. It's just going to dump in the spleen or kidneys. And if your kidneys are not filtering, eh. You see what I'm saying here? A recent blood test showed a low white blood cell count. And I wasn't certain what that was due for. Yeah, funny, we just talked about him. I am scheduled for another blood test. Uh, I read toxins can affect bone marrow, or it could be due to a virus, which doctors have mentioned is a possibility of my experience in the past. Well, one thing's for sure, your lymphatic system is a you-know-what house mess, and I don't even see your eyes. You know your spleen is in trouble. When you have low whites, that's 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 a problem. So, you you're asking me. I'm telling you to get on a, a raw food, uh, all fruit, berry, and melon diet, and get on our ultimate detox kit. You ask me what I recommend. That's what I recommend. And I would add brain and nerve, no question about it, and probably add circulation in with that too. Um, bone marrow. You're saying toxins, but let's just let's just put them down to acids. Uh, around the time of the blood test, I had swollen lip. <clears throat> no. N-O. Get this, guys. I had swollen lymph nodes and felt 